Welcome back to another episode of Jake's Takes. My name is Jake. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of the podcast. And on this week's episode, we are going to be looking at the NBA, and I'm going to be doing my NBA lineups, which is taking everything into account and giving you what I believe to be the starting lineups of every NBA team at this point in time. And we are going to be looking at what could be the lineups and some of the potential starting uh, battles between certain positions. So we're going to go in order east to west, and this is just based on the standings because that's how I'm seeing it. So uh, we're going to look at Philadelphia first. So pretty much Philadelphia's starting lineup, this is just my opinion. Ben Simmons is probably going to be your point guard. And then at shooting guard, I think they're going to go with Matthijs de Bule. At small forward, they're going to go with Danny Green. At power forward, they're going to go with Tobias Harris. And at center, Joel Embiid. Now, you can make the argument that Seth Curry deserves to be the starter, at least at the shooting guard position. You could make the case that maybe Ben Simmons plays the three, and then you have Seth Curry and either Matthijs de Bule, Danny Green, and then you have Ben Simmons. But for all uh, intensive purposes, I think, you know, despite um, his lack of um, shooting, Ben Simmons is the point guard, and, you know, Danny Green, the Bule, um, Tobias Harris, Joel Embiid. That's their starting lineup. Brooklyn Nets have a pretty straightforward starting lineup. I don't think adding Patty Mills changes too much. James Harden, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Joe Harris, and DeAndre Jordan are your starting five. They do have Blake Griffin, who did join back into the fold, and so maybe Blake Griffin gets some starting minutes, but it's probably going to be DeAndre Jordan, Joe Harris, Kyrie, Durant, and Harden. With Kyrie as your point guard, James Harden as your shooting guard, Joe Harris as your small forward, Kevin Durant as your power forward, and DeAndre Jordan at the center. Milwaukee Bucks, we have... A starting lineup, this is just my um, guess. It's pretty much the same as the last one, or last year's, I should say. Drew Holiday, DiVincenzo, Chris Middleton, Giannis, and Brooke Lopez. I think Bobby Portis proved himself as a great player, and in the end, he could take over for Brooke Lopez as the starter, but I don't think that's going to happen at the moment. And so, uh, barring any major injuries, which I actually think DiVincenzo might be out for a little while, but that's going to be their starting group. That's their starting lineup. Um, no uh, issues with that. New York Knicks got a new group. Here is my opinion of what the starting lineup will look like. So we are going to see at the point guard, Kemba. At the shooting guard, Evan Fournier. At the small forward, RJ Barrett. At the power forward, Julius Randle. And at the center, we have Mitchell Robinson. Now, Derek Rose could be the starter, but most likely you're going to stick with Kemba who's probably going to have a much better season in New York, 100% healthy or close to it. And then the Fournier uh, shooting guard spot, maybe Alec Burks gets it, but I think he's going to be a you know a six-man or a backup or someone who kind of just fills in when they need him to. I don't think he'll be the starter. It'll be Fournier. And so that's uh, New York Knicks starting lineup. Moving on to Atlanta with the Hawks. Now the Hawks, it's an interesting situation because – don't really know where they're going to go with this one. But my best guess, Trey Young's going to be your starter at the point guard. I actually think Bogdanovich is going to be the shooting guard starter, even though Kevin Herter was a pretty solid uh, addition um, over the last few years. He's been a pretty solid player, but he'll come off the bench. At the small forward, it's going to be DeAndre Hunter. At the power forward, we're going to see uh, John Collins in at the center. 
you're going to see Clint Capella. Now, in terms of Gallinari, John Collins, I think Collins is going to win that battle out. I think Gallinari is not going to be your starter at the power forward. And then you have DeAndre Hunter and you have Cam Reddish. DeAndre Hunter has proven himself, in my opinion, as the starter. And if, for some reason, they did not re-sign John um, Collins, then I would have seen Hunter at the power forward and probably Cam Reddish at the small forward, or I would have seen Kevin Herter at the shooting guard and Bogdanovich at the small forward, and I would have seen at power forward um, Hunter. But um, that's not an issue because John Collins is back in the fold. Miami Heat. Miami has made some upgrades uh, pretty much in every direction. And this is just my starting lineup according to what I believe. So at the point guard, we're going to see Kyle Lowry. At the shooting guard, Victor Oladipo. At the small forward, Jimmy Butler. At the power forward, P.J. Tucker. And at the center position, Bam Adebayo. Now, you could argue that maybe um, Duncan Robinson gets a starting spot over Oladipo. But I think Oladipo is definitely, you know, coming in here after being there for a half season. He's, you know, in it and he's healthy. And he's going to be a good player. He's their starter. I don't think um, Duncan Robinson gets that. Or Tyler Hero. I don't think either of those guys gets that. Uh, you could argue um, that P.J. Tucker doesn't deserve to be a starter at the power forward. But looking at their options, it's really just Markeith Morris and Udonis Haslam and KZ Okapla who have any sort of power forward uh, potential. But none of those guys are as good, in my opinion, as P.J. Tucker. And that's the starter for me. Boston Celtics. Now, this is an interesting one. You can go in a whole host of directions, and I think this is what they're going to do. At the point guard is Dennis Schroeder. At the shooting guard, Marcus Smart. At the small forward, Jalen Brown. At the power forward, Jason Tatum. And at the center position, Robert Williams. Now, Al Horford could be your starting center, depending on how things end up with Robert Williams, but I don't think that's going to happen. Maybe we see Josh Richardson take over for Dennis Schroeder. Having Smart at your point guard and Josh Richardson at the shooting guard or small forward and Jalen Brown at the shooting guard or small forward. I think that this is an interesting one because I don't know if Schroeder's 100% going to get that starting spot. We could also see a situation in which Mark Smart plays the point guard, Jalen Brown plays the shooting guard, and Aaron Nesmith plays the small forward, which I don't know if that's going to happen, but I think it's going to be Smart and Schroeder in the backcourt and I think in the frontcourt. It is going to be Robert Williams, Jason Tatum, and Jalen Brown. Washington Wizards, they made some moves. Um, they look a little bit better overall. Uh, their point guard, Spencer Dinwiddle, if he's healthy. Their shooting guard is Bradley Beal. Um, probably their small forward is going to be Rory Hachimura. Power forward will be Kyle Kuzma. And at the center position, Ty Thomas Bryant, if he's healthy. Um, and then off the bench will be Montrez Harrell. Burton Tons, KCP, and the rest of their group. And I think, you know, you could argue that maybe Corey Kisbert turns out to be a great rookie and takes over at the small forward for Hachimura. Maybe Avija steps in and has a good year and he becomes your starting um, small forward. But at the moment, I think that's a pretty uh, sure bet that Hachimura gets that position. And he could also play power forward, but I just think Kuzma is good enough where you got to give him a chance. Maybe Burton Tons comes off the bench or gets traded. Um, I just don't see um, anyone starting over Kuzma unless it gets to the point where he's not playing well and someone like a Corey Kisbert really steps up and then they move Hachimura to the power forward. I don't know. It could happen. 
Starting lineup, Indiana Pacers, Malcolm Brogdon, Karius LeVert, uh, TJ Warren, uh, DeMontis Sabonis, and Miles Turner. That's your starting group. There isn't really anyone off the bench that I think could get the starting job because I think the worst of this group is TJ Warren, and yet he's a position of need. And so if it was Miles Turner, um, that was kind of the worst player in this group. He could get, you know, benched for... Um, somebody else, but I think T.J. Warren, Turner, Karius LeVert, Sabonis, and Brogdon are your guys. Um, maybe they go out there and get someone else and kind of shake it up a little bit, but that's where they are at day one. Then we have our starting group for the Charlotte Hornets. Now, this is an interesting one because there's three potential small forwards slash power forwards um, that could, you know, get minutes, and I don't really know where they're going to go with this one. But we're going to go with our best choice here. So this is Terry Rozier, LaMelo Ball. We're going to go with Gordon Hayward. We're going to go with P.J. Washington and Mason Plumlee. Now, I think Miles Bridges will come off the bench. I also think Kelly Oubre will come off the bench. I think Miles Bridges is your backup power forward. And I think Kelly Oubre is your backup small forward. You could argue that Kelly Oubre can start over Gordon Hayward. I don't think that's the case. But you can make the argument... There is um, the rookie James Booknight, who could end up uh, getting some minutes um, in the starting lineup, but most likely he's going to have a Malik Monk-type role at this point uh, guard slash shooting guard off the bench because I really don't see him getting it over Rozier, who averaged 20 points, and the Mellow Ball, who had a very, very good rookie year. So, again, um, yeah, he's not getting that spot. Chicago Bulls got some new faces. Starting lineup. Lonzo Ball, Zach Levine, we have DeMar DeRozan, Patrick Williams, Nikola Vucevic. I don't think if Markadin comes back, he's going to start. I don't think Kobe White's going to start, and I don't think Alex Caruso will start. We have Lonzo and Zach Levine, pretty good young core in the backcourt. You have Vucevic, and you have Patrick Williams and DeRozan uh, rounding out your starting five. Toronto Raptors, this is an interesting choice, but I think um, this is where they go from here. They don't have a great center, and so I think what they're going to do is this, and it's a surprise, but it's probably going to happen. Small ball ball. Um, Fred Van Vliet, Gary Trent Jr., OG Ananobi, um, their draft choice, Scotty Barnes, and Pascal Siakam. Now, you can make the argument that Gary Trent Jr. sits the bench and they do Van Vliet, Ananobi, Scotty Barnes, Siakam, and one of Karen Birch or Chris Butcher as your starting center. But Scotty Barnes, I think, is going to get the starting job. I think he's going to be your starter at the power forward. I think Gary Trent Jr. proved himself to be a pretty good player, and he's still young and talented. And then Ananobi is your starting small forward. They have Gordon Drogic, who's not going to start over Fred Van Vliet, and then you go from there. I wouldn't be surprised if... At some point during this season, Siakam gets traded for a center. We could see him get moved to a whole host of places. I'd love to see him go to Indiana because I think Sabonis, Siakam would be a great pairing. And I also think Miles Turner at the center with Scotty Barnes at the power forward would be a great move as well. Moving on to the Cleveland Cavaliers, whose starting lineup at the moment is going to be Darius Garland, Colin Sexton, Isaac Okoro, Evan Mobley, and Jarrett Allen. Now, Jared Allen is a center, so is Evan Mobley, but they'll play the power forward in the center position together. I think off the bench, Ricky Rubio 
is a good choice. Kevin Love probably won't start. Um, I don't think he'll get that, you know, nod. Same with Larry Nance Jr. I don't think he'll start either. Um, there is an open position at the small forward. Uh, Isaac Okoro doesn't 100% fit that. Maybe someone like a Dylan Weinler takes over or a Seti Oseman. Or maybe they trade for someone, you know. Maybe they trade away Larry Nance Jr. and get in someone else. Who knows? But I think what they got with Okoro, Garland, Sexton, and the two bigs, Jared Allen and Evan Mobley, that's where they're going to go um, if it stays as they do. Moving on to the Orlando Magic, who have a few um, sort of question marks that will have to get answered. But I think they'll be um, a pretty good rebuilding team. So my guess is their starting lineup is going to be at the point guard, Jalen Suggs. At the shooting guard, Malkel Fultz. At the small forward, we have Terrence Ross. At the power forward, we have Jonathan Isaac. And at the center, we have Wendell Carter Jr. Now, Mo Bamba is not going to be a starter. I just don't see it happening. And Ter uh, Terrence Ross is going to be the starter at the small forward because I don't think Franz Wagner is going to get to that level yet. I don't think Chumo Kiki can do it. And, you know, I think Fultz is a shooting guard. I think, you know, you're not going to put him at the three. He's not tall enough. And you also have um, Jalen Suggs, who's your starter over Cole Anthony, in my opinion. I don't really know why they went after Jalen Suggs. Seeing as they already had two point guards, I mean, he was the best available, which I guess makes sense. But they could have tried for um, maybe another, you know, wing in the bunch, which I don't know if there were any at this point in the draft. But Franz Wagner eventually could take over for someone like a Terrence Ross unless, um, you know, he has a breakout year. He did average 15 points, so um, I think he's going to be your starter there. Um, and I think Jalen Suggs will get it over Cole Anthony. Then we have the last team in the Eastern Conference, the Detroit Pistons, who are going to be going with this starting group, which is Killian Hayes. They're going to have Kate Cunningham. They're going to have Sadiq Bey. They're going to have Jeremiah Grant and Isaiah Stewart at the center position. The odd man out of this group is Sayuko Demboya, who is a power forward, and I just don't think he's going to get it over... Obviously, Jeremy Grant, who's a much better player. And I also don't think he's going to get the small forward spot over um, Sadiq Bey. Because Sadiq Bey was a pretty solid player. So, I think Demboya is off the bench. And I think Kelly Olenek's off the bench. I think Isaiah Stewart is your young guy. And Olenek's just going to be sort of the, the mentor, the bench piece. Utah Jazz, Western Conference. Starting lineup isn't any different. Mike Conley, Donovan Mitchell, Bogdanovich, Joe Ingles, and Rudy Gobert. Most likely Bogdanovich plays probably the three. Joe Ingles is a little taller, 6'8", compared to Bogdanovich, who's 6'7". He will play the four. And then you have your anchor, Rudy Gobert, down in the uh, power uh, center position. Maybe Rudy Gay gets a start, starting spot over Joe Ingles or Bogdanovich. Probably not, though. He'll be your bench uh your bench player and maybe eric pascal turns out to be a pretty good player for them as well but i don't think he's going to start either phoenix suns starting lineup devin booker at shooting guard chris paul at the point guard jay crowder at the power forward mccall bridges at the small forward and deandre ayton sitting at center position there isn't really too much to go uh, off of right there maybe cam johnson takes over at the power forward for uh, jay crowder but most likely 
that's not the case. I think Crowder deserves the starting spot. He played pretty good, so he's their starter at the four. Denver Nuggets. What is Denver's starting lineup? Pretty similar to what we saw last year. Nikola Jokic at the center, Jamal Murray at the point guard, Aaron Gordon at the power forward, Will Barton at the shooting guard, and Michael Porter Jr. at the small forward. So no uh, question marks there. Maybe Will Barton sits the bench, and Monte Morris is your point guard with Jamal Murray as the shooting guard. Probably not going to happen, though. I think Will Barton deserves that starting spot. Clippers. Clippers. What are we going to do? So, starting at the point guard is Patrick Beverly. Starting at the shooting guard is Paul George. Starting at the power or small forward is Kawhi Leonard. Marcus Morris is your power forward. And at the center position is Ivaka Zubac. Now, maybe down the line, Reggie Jackson takes over as your starting point guard. But I just don't see that happening. And maybe down the line, we see some sort of a Luke Kennard shooting guard, uh, Paul George, small forward, Kawhi Leonard, power forward situation with Marcus Morris off the bench. But for the starting group right on day one, we got Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Marcus Morris, Patrick Beverly, Andy uh, Zubach. Moving on to the Dallas Mavericks. So there are a whole host of ways Dallas can go with their starting lineup. And my best guess, Jalen Brunson at the point guard. We have uh, Luka at the shooting guard. We have Tim Hardaway Jr. at the small forward. We have um, Dorian Finney-Smith at the power forward. And we have K.P. Kristaps Porzingis at the center position. Now, if they had a better center in the fold, um, maybe he takes over and K.P. moves to the power forward. But for the moment, K.P. is at the center. And um, we have Finney-Smith at the power forward. So that's pretty good. Right there, we could see um, Reggie Bullock get minutes at the starting small forward with Hardaway Jr. at the shooting guard and Luka at the point guard. But I think Jalen Brunson is deserved the starting spot. He's played pretty good. Portland, I think this is the same as last year. Damian Lewis, CJ McCollum, Norm Powell, Robert Covington, Yusuf Nurkic. Pretty straightforward, pretty simple. They got some good players, but that's their starting five. Moving to... Our newly anointed Los Angeles Lakers with Russell Westbrook in the fold. He's their point guard. We have at shooting guard, most likely Talon Horton Tucker, LeBron James, Anthony Davis. And then at the center position, it's probably going to be Marc Gasol. I think that the problem, at least in my opinion, with um, this team is that their center position is very lacking. And while... Um, in any other situation, I would probably say their starting rotation would include Anthony Davis at the center position, but he doesn't want to play the center. If it was up to me, I would have probably put Trevor Ariza at the power forward and Anthony Davis at the center and had, you know, Dwight Howard and Mark Soul on the bench, but I just don't think that's going to happen. I think they're going to have to have one of the big guys, and Mark Soul is the big guy that gets the job. That could change, though. Memphis Grizzlies, looking at their starting group, we have John Morant, we have Dylan Brooks, we have Kyle Anderson, we have Brendan Clark, and we have at center position, uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. Now, there is one player who could get starting uh, shooting guard minutes, and that's Zaire Williams, and maybe down the line he starts and Kyle Anderson comes off the bench 
and you have Dylan Brooks at the small forward. But for the moment, Dylan Brooks, Kyle Anderson, John Morant, Jaron Jackson Jr., those are your core with um, Brandon Clark as well. Again, it all depends on their situation. Maybe Kyle Anderson gets moved. Maybe they have another player who joins in. Who really knows? Then we have the Golden State Warriors and what their starting lineup looks like at the moment. Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Andrew Wiggins, Jonathan Kamunga, and James Weissman. Now, I think Draymond Green is better off the bench. I also think Moses Moody will come off the bench. And, yeah, that's where they are. Andrew Wiggins is their starter, and that is their starting five. If Clay Thompson gets um, hurt, then we could see something totally different. But at the moment, this is where um, I think things go. So I'm not complaining about that one. Um, that's their starting five um, for everyone. So moving on to our next team on the docket, San Antonio Spurs. Now, I think San Antonio can go a whole host of ways here. And I think their best guess um, is point guard DeJounte Murray. They're going to have Lonnie Walker at the shooting guard. They're going to have Keldon Johnson at the small forward. They are going to probably go with uh, Doug McDermott at the power forward and Jakob Portal at the center. Now, Devin Vassell could get minutes at the small forward, the shooting guard, the power forward. Maybe he gets, um, you know, one of those spots, but I don't see that taking place. Uh, Doug McDermott, I do think, is a worthy starter. He averaged 13 points, and I think he's going to be a good addition to their group. You could argue Thaddeus Young or Doug McDermott's your starting power forward. I went with Doug McDermott, but six here, half dozen there. Either one could get starting minutes. Um, you know, that's just, um, I chose McDermott. New Orleans Pelicans. And this is just as I see it. So, starting at the point guard, Devontae Graham. Starting at the shooting guard, Nikhil Alexander-Walker. Starting at the small forward, we have Brandon Ingram. We have Zion at the power forward. And Jonas Valanciunas at the center. I think Valanciunas is deserving of that. I considered putting Trey Murphy as a starter at the shooting guard, but I don't think he's just there yet. He's a rookie. I think you got to give him a year, and maybe he could take over. And if Josh Hart comes back and they re-sign him, maybe he starts, uh, but probably not. Sacramento Kings. Now, the Sacramento Kings need to do something, and it's due to the fact that they have Davion Mitchell, Tyrese Halliburton, and De'Aaron Fox. Why they thought it was a good idea to draft Davion Mitchell is beyond me, because unless they're getting rid of De'Aaron Fox or getting rid of Tyrese Halliburton, they have no use for him. And you're not going to play three point guards at the point guard, shooting guard, and small forward. I think you can play Halliburton at the shooting guard, and he is the shooting guard. De'Aaron Fox is your point guard. You have uh, Harrison Barnes, Marvin Bagley, and Rashawn Holmes at the small forward, power forward center. Davion Mitchell is the backup point guard coming off the bench. If they move on from Fox, then great. If they move on from Halberton, great. Maybe Davion Mitchell would start then, but he's not going to be starting. It was a terrible draft choice just because they already have so many point guards. They could have gone after somebody else. Minnesota Timberwolves, starting lineup pretty straightforward. D'Angelo Russell at the point guard. Malik Beasley at the shooting guard. Anthony Edwards at the small forward. Jaden McDaniels at the uh, small or power forward, I should say, and then Carl Anthony Towns at the center position. I think uh, 
That's your starters on day one. I don't know if there's anybody else who could start. Potentially, we could see down the line, um, you know, maybe Carl Anthony Towns go to the power forward and Nas Reed go to the center. But I don't think that's going to happen. You know, I just think um, what they got is uh, pretty solid. If for some reason Malik Beasley does not play, then I would move Anthony Edwards to the shooting guard. I would move um, Jaden McDaniels to the small forward. And at power forward would most likely be Torian Prince. But that's um, if Malik Beasley doesn't play, which he probably will. Then we have Oklahoma City Thunder, who this is just my opinion of their starting lineup. We have at the point guard, Shai Julius Alexander. At the shooting guard, Josh Gidley. At the small forward, we have Lou Dort. Darius Baisley at the power forward. And then at the center position, um, I would go with Aleski Pukiaveski, which is an interesting choice, but they got rid of Al Horford. They got rid of Moses Brown. It's either Pukiaveski or Derek Favors, and I think um, they're going to go with the international guy in this one. So that's their uh, starting uh, five. And then we have our final team, Houston Rockets. Now, John Wall is your starter at the point guard position. And then at the shooting guard position, um, they're probably going to go with Kevin Porter Jr. Jalen Green is going to play the small forward. At the power forward is Christian Wood. And at the center position is Alfred Sagan, who's having a pretty good start to his summer league. You could, in theory, swap Jalen Green and Kevin Porter Jr. shooting guard small forwards. Um, either one of those positions works for them. And maybe if Sagan doesn't get the start, starting spot at the center, we could see um, Christian Wood slide over to the center, and then we could see um, someone like J.C. and Tate take over at the power forward. But um, for the moment, you know, I think they're going to go with Sagan, and I also think they're going to go with Christian Wood, and then I also think Jalen Green and Kevin Porter Jr. and John Wall. So that's your starters right there. And that is, I guess, the starting lineup just um, as I look at it. I don't know um, how things are going to be uh, going from there, but uh, that's kind of where we're at. And I'd like to report that there has been a trade, and this is going to actually change things for me. So I recently put out that Patrick Beverly was going to be the starting point guard for the Los Angeles Clippers. And instead of making a whole new uh, podcast, I figured I'd throw this in at the end. He is being swapped out for Eric Bledsoe as the starting point guard because Patrick Beverly, Rajon Rondo, and Daniel Otoru have been traded to the Memphis Grizzlies for guard Eric Bledsoe. So Bledsoe is the new starting point guard because I think he is going to start over um, Reggie Jackson. Patrick Beverly is gone. Um... Nothing wrong with that. He's a one-year contract. Rondo is gone. Um, I guess Rondo is shipped out after coming in for a year. And then Daniel Otoru is the young guy, um, and he joins into the fold um, as a backup, I guess, in Memphis. So Memphis acquired Eric Bledsoe from the uh, Pelicans. Then he was traded again to the Clippers. I don't know if technically you could have done it. Obviously, they made this go through, and so... I guess the answer to that question is yes, he can get traded again. But at the end of the day, um, 
revising the Clippers and their starting um, group now includes Eric Bledsoe uh, at the point guard. So that is uh, that situation. So unfortunately, uh, Patrick Beverly is not going to be the starter there. He's going to be the backup to Ja Morant. So there you go. And, um, you know, that's a, an interesting move, uh, to say the least. Now, I'd also like to um, throw this out there, um, which is an interesting bit of information about a former NBA player who had some success in Cleveland and is now taking up a whole new sport. So a lot of you guys remember J.R. Smith. He was there for their championship run. He was also there where he had the ball in his hands and forgot to to pass the ball or shoot or do anything, which was a a big uh, blemish for him. He was most recently playing for the Los Angeles Lakers with LeBron James, and I think he actually won a championship when they won their championship. And he played for the New York Knicks, and I think he was in Denver uh, to start it all out. He is enrolled at the North Carolina AT&T School and intends to join uh, the golf team. So once he's cleared... um, He's going to play golf for their team, I guess. So going from NBA veteran to 30-something-year-old former shooting guard who now plays golf for um, a college. So um, I guess um, he's officially enrolled in the school and is petitioning the NCAA to be eligible to play. Um, And uh, I guess, um, you know... Maybe uh, this is going to work for him. Maybe not. Um, and I guess, according to J.R. Smith, he decided to go back to school because of Ray Allen, because I guess uh, they were playing golf, and he said that you should go back to school and um, you know get an education at um, North Carolina AT&T and um, go from there. Um, apparently, uh, the rules... Um, Per NCAA rules, an individual shall not be eligible for intercollegiate athletes in a sport if the individual ever competed on the professional team in that sport. But um, I guess it doesn't say anything about a different sport. So, for example, J.R. Smith could not go back to college because he didn't go to college and play college basketball for Ohio State or Duke or North Carolina AT&T or any school. But there's nothing against him going back and playing golf, which um, is um, something, right? Um, apparently, there was a guy, Chris Winkie, who was 25 when he enrolled at Florida State. He played six seasons of professional um, baseball. Um, and then, um, you know, uh, I guess went on to win a Heisman Trophy when he uh, played football after his baseball career. So, um, J.R. Smith, I guess, is going to college and hopefully can play some golf. He's a five handicap, which um, is pretty good. I got to say, five handicap for someone who probably didn't play a ton of golf, seeing as he was working out, playing basketball, NBA level. Um, So, um, that's good for him. So, I wanted to throw that out there. So, uh, yeah, that's going to do it, guys. Um, Thanks for tuning into this one. And I guess we will... um, catch you at the next one and we'll talk about more basketball news and discuss